Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. And uh, let me know where you're from. And today, we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about simple harmony. Um, we're not going to get way deep into theory and things like that, although I do recommend that you learn some of those sorts of things. But uh, just to keep our, our time together down to a minimum, I'm going to try and explain to you this uh, as best I can for you to use it as quickly as you can and understand a little bit better about what it is that you're doing. Okay. So again, if you get a chance, just throw a chat in there and say hello, and hopefully I will be able to see you, and uh, we'll go from there. Hey, Cam. All right, cool. Perfect. Awesome. So what we're going to be doing today is I'm going to be playing a little bit, but I'm also going to be showing you my screen here, and uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of discussing what harmonies are and, and how you can use those. Hey, Brian. Hey, Crispy. Hey, Tony. Hey, Shane. Hey, Tally. Uh, Jason, Brian, Pat, Gregory, Lorraine, uh, Raj is here. Awesome. Thank you so much. So hopefully you had a good weekend and, uh, Hey Scott, buddy, how you doing, man? Jack is here. Don is here. Um, we in North Dakota here, actually this week, we're going to be getting back into the sixties. So that's good. And then next week we're back down in the twenties, but that's okay. All right. So uh, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. So let's go ahead and get started. I don't want to take too much of your time, but what I wanted to do today is just focus on some simple harmony ideas so you understand how harmonies work, whether you're dealing with pentatonic or whether you're dealing with diatonic. Hey, Rob. Hey, Emil. Hey, Mohammed. Hey, Robert. Dennis. David. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So let's go ahead and get started. So what we're going to do here is let's just start off by understanding the basics, very basics of a major scale. And again, I'm not going to go into a bunch of theory today, although, you know, learning your theory of intervals is a very important thing to do. Um, over at guitarzoom.com, I've got courses like all about intervals. If you want to learn that sort of thing or ultimate fretboard connection, if you want to learn how everything works together across the fretboard, that sort of thing. Hey, Ray. Hey, Vadoon. Uh, extra net one, Al. Uh, Scott says, doing great, bro. It's chilling, 32. <laughs> yeah, I get it. So this is a perfect time to learn. So let's just start off by doing this. Okay, let's say we're dealing with a G major scale. Okay, so what I'm doing there is, again, keeping things very easy and playing the notes G, A, B, C, D, E, F sharp, and G. Now, if we talk about this in terms of intervals, what I'm doing is I'm playing the first note, which is unison, and then I'm playing the second note, which we call a second, in this case a major second, and then a third, which in this case is a major third, the fourth, which is what we call a perfect fourth, the fifth, which we call a perfect fifth, the sixth, which we call a major sixth, and the seventh, which we call a major seventh. But for now, just think of this as one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the G major scale, okay? So what we're going to do here is we're going to talk about harmony. Now, the harmonies we're going to talk about are basic harmonies that you can use and how to apply those to your fretboard. So we're going to talk about the root, the third, the fifth, the octave. And then what we're going to do is at the end of this, once I've kind of explained this, uh, this to you, we're going to talk about parallel 
um, what I call parallel harmony as well, which is outside the normal harmony. Okay. Hey, Dean. Hey, Forrest. Hey, Simon. Hey, Lisa. Uh, Kenye, me, uh, Marxist, Jonathan. Cool. All right. So here we go. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off by just taking this scale right here. And what I'm going to do is switch over to here so you can see this. So I'm simply going to record me playing the G major scale like this. Okay, here we go. Okay, and that's enough. All right, and then what we're going to do is we're going to switch down to the second one here. And let's talk about this. So what I just did was I simply played the G major scale like this. Okay, so let's say I wanted to add a harmony. Well, the easiest harmony for me to add, if we want to call this a harmony, is playing an octave higher. Okay, so if I did an octave higher, what I'm going to do is maybe I don't know my fretboard that well. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to move all the way up to G up here and I'm going to play the exact same thing one octave higher. So it would sound like this. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm muting a couple of strings, Dennis, just to keep things a little bit clean. Okay, so let's take a look at that. Let's say that's what we are going to do. So I go back here now. I'm on my second track. And what I'm going to do here is I'm simply going to record an octave higher. So here we go. Okay, so if I play both of those together, you'll hear this. Okay, and that's what that's going to sound like playing in octaves. Okay, now normally I would pan all of this and that sort of thing if I was actually recording, but again, I don't want to take way too much of your time. Rusty says, are you only plugged into your DAW, no amp? I'm actually using my Kemper, so my Kemper is plugged in right now, and I'm just using a tone from my Kemper. That's what I'm doing. Hey, Ewerton. Hey, everybody. Hey, Sam. Hey, Hot Satin. Okay, so let's keep going. So now let's say I wanted to, I'm going to mute that octave for now, and I'm going to now do a harmony, and I'm going to do what's called a third. So here's what has to happen for you. One of two things. If I wanted to play a harmony to this, this line right here, I have to move up a third and then play in the same motion that I'm playing. Now, right now, all I'm doing is playing what I call toward the floor. I'm just playing through the scale this way. But if I played, you know, I would have to follow that, right? I'd have to follow those. So, I mean, that's how a harmony would work. So let's say I move up to the third. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take my scale here. And I'm just going to start on the third note. Right here. Okay? And I'm going to play. Because notice how I'm playing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight notes, right? Or eight different pitches I'm playing right there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to move up to the, the third note here, and I'm going to play eight notes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now, of course, to know that, I've got to know the position I'm playing in, right? I've got to know this scale, okay? So it's very important that you learn, you know, whether you learn them across the fretboard or you just learn it in one spot, it's okay. But right now we're just doing it in one spot, but I have to know this. Okay. 
yeah. right? I have to know that that so I can play these these harmonies. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to head back over here, okay? And now the next one I'm going to do, I've muted the octave one, okay? So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to head back over here, and I'm going to record that third that I just showed you. So let's listen to that one. Now that's beginning to sound more like a harmony that we'd be familiar with, right? So let's listen to those two together. Okay, let's say I put the octave in there as well, okay? Now it's, again, if I was actually recording, I would pan some of this out because it's all in the center, but uh, you'll get the idea because, again, I don't want to take way too much of your time here. So here's all of them. Okay, so now let's say we go to another track here, and I'm going to mute both the octave and the third that we just did, and now we're going to create the fifth. Okay, so what I'm going to do is go back to my G major scale, and I'm going to go one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so now if you think about it, the fifth is what makes a power chord. That's why power chords are called like G5 and A5 and B5 and that sort of thing, is because it's the root and the fifth. And you can see as I play this G major scale, one, two, three, four, five. And that makes our power chord. So what I'm going to do is take this G major scale that I'm playing, and I'm going to start on... Okay, hopefully I'm still with you. I see I'm getting a little bit of, my stream looks like it's having a problem, so let me know if you don't see this, okay? We're gonna keep trying to go. Okay, let me know if you can still see me out there, okay? So here we go. Eggy, frequent interruptions, yeah, there seems to be something going on there. I'm not exactly sure. Okay, so I just went live again. I'm not sure if you'll be able to find me or if I'm on the same stream or not, okay? But I'm back again, and I'm trying to use it right through Restream. Now, doing this, you're not going to be able to see my computer and stuff like that. So let me know if you can see me again, um, and we'll keep going from there, okay? So let me know. One stream. Okay, better now. Okay. All right. So now again, I had to leave Wirecast and I'm over here now on Restream. So I can't change the camera angles and stuff like that, but we're going to keep going. Okay. So here we go. So now what we're going to do is we're going to take this next guitar part here and I'm adding the fifth. Okay. So here we go. Let me make sure my audio settings are right here. Give me one second. Okay, let me know if you can hear me again. Okay, Restream has, if you use Restream at all, anybody out there, what I've found is that when you go to the advanced settings, I have to disable the noise suppression, otherwise things get really funky. Okay, so hopefully you can hear me okay, everything looking good. Okay, all right. So let's keep going. So here we go. So we don't need those. There we go. All right. So here's my fifth. I'm going to record that now. Here we go. Oh, sorry. 
I seem to have lost my metronome. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. Let's turn that back on. Okay, here we go. Okay. So now we've got the fifth. I went up a fifth, one, two, three, four, five, and I played the same notes moving this direction, okay? So here, let's listen to just that root, the first one I did, and now the fifth, okay? Just those together. Here, here we go. All right, so now let's add in the third. We're going to add in the third, okay? So here's the third. Along with the fifth. And I'm sorry you can't see my other screen now because I am i can't use it, but at least we can t- hear each other and go from there. So now here's the root, the third, the fifth, and the octave all together. And you'll notice as we start really stacking all those harmonies, it becomes very queen-like, doesn't it? Right? Because that's what that is, is those sounds of all of those harmonies together. It sounds really great. Now, um, let me just show you this super quick. And again, I know you can't see this because of our issue with speed. But let's say I did root, third, and I'm going to take that third. Now what I'm doing is I'm just panning these, okay, so you can kind of hear them here. And we'll put that one over here, and we'll put this one over here. And now it's going to sound like this. And hopefully you can hear that a little bit. So what I've done is I've panned them hard left and hard right, and then I panned them a little bit in the center. Not completely in the center, but kind of a little left and a little right, so you can kind of hear the differences. So let me know if you can kind of hear that. Okay? So let me try it again so you can hear this. Okay, so if there's crackling, let me turn it down just a little bit, of course, but you're getting the, the idea here. So now, that's, if that makes sense, that's what writing with or playing with harmony is, okay? So I'm playing this G major shape, right? All the notes of the G major, and then I'm playing either an octave, which I could have done, think about it, I could have gone from this G to this G, and then I wouldn't have had to have come all the way up here to play that. I could have played it right here. So that brings me to my next point before we move on to pentatonics, is that 
when you're playing harmonies, you can play them all in the same position if you choose to, or what you can do is you can actually start moving across the fretboard this way if you know some of your other positions, right? So let's say, for instance, um, I wanted to play a third, but instead of staying in this position, because let's think about this before I, before I, I do this. The downside to staying in this position is, let's say I created something where I go, so I have these hammer-ons and pull-offs. Well, if I went up a third, and I went, that wouldn't work. So all of a sudden, my fingering, the way I'm trying to play this, is going to change. And sometimes, not always, but sometimes you're going to wind up in a situation where it doesn't really gel with the way that you played the original one. But if I do this, let's say I, I want to play a third. So I go up to the third note, and I play this position, which is the same notes. Hear that? You hear that? So if I go like this now, and I go I'm up here, I can do the same kind of positional fingers to do this execution. If I wanted to go to the fifth, which is D, right? I could call come all the way up to D. And I could do, so I could do all of those. On, on in the respective positions and make it easier for me to play, you see? So hopefully that sort of makes sense to you, okay? So we're doing the root, the third, the fifth, the octave. So that's one reason why you might wanna move across the fretboard this way, is to keep the respective positioning fingers similar, as opposed to being in one position. But if you only know one position, that's okay, you can work with that too, okay? So now what we're going to do is, just to kind of finish this off for you, Let's say we were doing what we'll call parallel harmony, okay? And this is really easy to see. This is what I learned a long time ago, like with Pantera and things like that. When I didn't know anything about harmony and I didn't understand anything about, you know, scales and stuff like that, I would just take my pentatonic scale. Let's say I did this. And I would just move up a fifth. Now remember, if we think power chord, if I'm on A, I would move up to E and I would play exactly the same thing. I would play the pentatonic scale. Okay, now again, you're not gonna be able to see me doing this. Um, let's put these back to normal here. There we go. All right, and I'm gonna record this now, okay? So here is my first guitar part, and I'm just gonna play a pentatonic scale here in A. All right, so here we go. Okay, now I'm going to do the second guitar part, and I'm going to move up a fifth up to E, okay? And here we go. Okay, and now I'm going to move up just watch this. I'm going to move up a fifth from E, so now we're going to move all the way up to B. Okay, so I'm going to move up here, and I'm going to play another parallel here. Well, let me arm the right track. There we go, and here we go. 
Now you notice they start getting really weird, right? When I start doing that, because now all of a sudden the theory isn't really making any sense anymore, right? So, but they work really well when you're trying to do just basic pentatonic things. Let's say you only know your pentatonic. If you take, if you were in A and you move to E and play the same things, watch this. I'll use an example you might be familiar with and then YouTube will probably kick me out, but, or delete this, but uh, you'll get the idea. So here we go. You may have heard this before. Here we go. Right? That sort of thing. Now, if I went up a parallel, watch how weird this is. Or cool, depending on whether you like it or not. So I'm going to take that same idea, and I'm going to move up here. idea and listen to how weird this sounds now what we want to hear with this because of course this is going to sound like life in the fast lane is not that harmony but an octave now let me go back and show you what that sounds like so this is just a simple octave, okay? Let's make sure I'm gonna do it right here. Right? So that's how something like that would work. Or let's take and bump up our speed a little bit. Let me see here. Ooh. That's a little fast. Let's try 70. Let's try 60. Yeah, that'll work. Okay, so now let's listen to this. Okay, and again, hopefully YouTube doesn't delete me, but I just want to show something that you can relate to. So if we were just doing octaves again, listen to this. <laughs> You might know that. And if I went to the next track and did an octave of that. Right? So you can do a really a, a lot of fun things and it doesn't have to be overly complicating. You can just do octaves and it sounds really cool or just do a parallel kind of thing and it might sound really cool. Um, when you get into trying to do parallel scales, it gets a little bit weird because if you think about it, that's like taking my G here and playing the G major scale. And I'll just let you hear what this sounds like. Because again, the rules are there are no rules. The rules are there are rules. And when we follow those, we get a certain kind of sound. And oftentimes we want that. But sometimes it's just kind of fun to explore and see what you come up with. So let's say I took this G major scale and I did this. And we'll just show, kind of show you what this parallel sound sounds like. Okay, and now what I'm going to do is I'm going to move up to, uh, that was G, so I'm going to move up to D and I'm going to do the exact same shape. I'm not playing the relative shape to G major, I'm actually playing the exact same thing right here and let's hear how crazy this sounds. Okay, here we go. 
Okay, now I'm using major, you know, I could certainly use minor and, and explore all of these things as well, but that gives you an idea of something to mess around with when you are trying to find something to thicken up a tone or a melody or a part of your song or something like that that you might be doing. Um, and again, there are lots of different ways of approaching these sorts of things. The more you understand about your intervals, of course, to keep them um, harmonically correct, you would want to play in the right key. I'm just saying there's different ways of approaching this. So hopefully that helps you out a little bit and gives you something to practice for the week. So this was your Monday motivation. Do me a favor. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, please do so. Share it, whatever. Uh, you know, keep me doing what I do. I sure do appreciate that. And you can always head over to guitarzoom.com and check out my guitar courses and my membership sites and things like that. Uh, sorry about the little thing earlier. I don't know what's going on with Wirecast, but hopefully I can get that working again and I can use all of those camera angles and stuff. So thank you everybody so much for being here and taking time out of your day and practice. And this will be available for you to rewatch on YouTube or Facebook or whatever it might be. It will be there for you. Okay. So take care, have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you all soon. Okay. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some unique style arpeggios to get a bit more creative with your playing. So we're not going to talk about strict theoretical aspects of playing, uh, you know, root third, fifth, seventh, ninth, all in a particular order or uh, a sweep picking per se. I just want to get you thinking a little bit differently about how to break out of the, the usual box of playing your scales. When you play like that. So let's say, for instance, we were going to be in G major. Okay, so let's just say we were going to be in G major. Here's something really cool that you can do is figure out where you want to be. Like, let's say, let's say you wanted to be in G major right here. Hey, Simon. Hey, Craig. Hey, Girish. Oh, my mom is on. Barb is out there. Hello, mother. Okay, and uh, I probably should double check to make sure I'm tuned up here. All right. And that'll be good enough for now. So let's say, for instance, we were going to be in G major, and maybe you know your G major down here. So that's where you're going to be, okay? So let's say we were going to do something a little bit different. Instead of just playing some, maybe a straight arpeggio or playing just the scale, we kind of use a conglomerate of the two. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to play G and B. But more importantly, what I'm doing is I'm playing two notes on that string. Okay, and then the next string, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go up. And I'm going to play the fifth, which is D. Okay, but the most important thing right there is that I'm only playing one note on the string. So I'm going from two to one. Okay, and then on the next string, I'm going to shift over again and play two. Now, before I go any further, I need you to understand that there is no right or wrong to this. I'm just trying to give you some ideas of how you can be more creative with your playing. So when you're doing this sort of thing, it's not like if you do two notes on a string, you have to do one on the next one, or if you just did one, you have to do two on the next one. It's just exploration. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun.
If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.